here is now. And welcome to the SVK Crypto Podcast. 15 minutes of crypto failure. My name's Charles Story. I will be your host the next 15 minutes. We're coming live from the city of London, so let's get down to business. Today's Friday, the 19th of January 2018. Bitcoin is currently trading at $11,966, up 3% in the last 24 hours. And what a ride it has been for Bitcoin in the last 24 hours. We saw the low points, you know, around 11,177, gradually making its way to 11,600, dropping back down to kind of 11,400, and then slowly but surely making its way up to the current price it's at at the minute. It's interesting because the Bitcoin's dominance in the whole crypto market, which is around $600 billion, is falling down. It fell down about 0.3% in the last 24 hours. And as we see the prices rise in the altcoin markets, we normally see Bitcoin's dominance slightly fall off a little bit. And I remember reporting around two months ago, Bitcoin's dominance was around 58%. You know, it's a huge dominance in the market space. And we're seeing it at the minute at 33.7%. So that's coming off slightly. But as anyone that was at the Data Dash meetup last night, like I was, and I want to say a big thank you to everyone that came up to me and um, to all the listeners out there, I didn't realize how many there were in London alone. <laughs> but um, I want to say a big thank you for the guys that came up to me. But anyone that was at the meetup, I believe that it was a real solid Bitcoin bullish crew, which is great to be around. So big thanks to anyone that uh, said hello yesterday. Ethereum is currently trading at $1,083, up 3% in the last 24 hours. Ethereum's low point was around $1,003 in the last 24 hours and gradually like Bitcoin making its way up slowly but surely um, to the current price of $1,083, up kind of 3%. Um, I mean, the current market cap for Ethereum is interesting. It's $105 billion. I remember looking at it when it was, you know, when it was, I don't know, 5 billion. So the the market cap is just growing enormously. And there's a big question out there is when will Ethereum take over Bitcoin? Now, that doesn't mean over price. So Ethereum going to $10,000, $12,000 per Ethereum. When people say that, they mean, when will it take over the market cap? And I think that's a real key point that a lot of people probably don't understand yet. That's what, that's what kind of people mean. And it's a good question. Um, let me know your thoughts on that, actually. I'll be interested to hear. Remember to give me an email and tweet at SVK underscore crypto. Remember to email myself, C-Story, C-S-T-O-R-R-Y at SVKcrypto.com with your thoughts on the subject. For any Ripple holders out there, you know, you've had an interesting day in the last 24 hours, you know, starting at kind of the low point of, um, you know, $1.51, going all the way up to around $1.72, crashing back down, I wouldn't say crashing, but, you know, declining back down to $1.52, and then kind of slowly making your way to the current price of $1.68. I've got 8% in the last 24 hours, current market cap of $64 billion. Um, Ripple's an interesting player. It's not something we at SVK Crypto are, are big believers in, but I think for a short-term, a short-term position, I think that it could have a, a great upside if you were to do so in the short term. There, and it's not something, as I said, we believe in, and it's not something that we hold per se. Um, but listen, this isn't financial advice. This is just our in-house view and what we're currently looking at and the levels. Dash, Dash is currently trading at $866, up 4% in the last 24 hours. Current market cap around $6.7 billion. Had a low point of uh, kind of 811, 805, 
slowly making its way back up to the current price of $866. Dash had a really interesting story breakout in the last 24 hours. The Arizona State University partners with Dash to fund research scholarships. Um, interesting way for them to actually find developers because developers are, are needed in the space. So what they're doing is they're funding scholarships at universities that are well known for, for having good tech students in that aren't MIT, so on and so forth, but ones they can actually partner with and obviously looking to, to breed new Dash developers, which is great. Um, Neo, as everyone knows, I'm very bullish for Neo and I, I'm a big fan of it. At we, we at SVK Crypto are also big fans of it. It's currently traded at one, $148. Um, it's, it's up about kind of, you know, half a percent, one percent, half percent. The current market cap is $9.6 billion. Um, the kind of the lows the last 24 hours have been at one, $135. And it's kind of slowly rebounded up and then kind of come back down a little bit as well. Well, that's the levels. With that in mind, let's jump to the next part of the show. Crypto News Flash. Crypto news stories from around the world. SEC outlines reasons for reluctance to list cryptocurrency ETFs. A hot story giving their ideas of why they shouldn't do so. So let's jump in and find out their views. Companies that wish to list exchange-traded funds, ETFs, linked to cryptocurrencies may now find the approval process hindered by additional concerns from the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission, the SEC, according to a staff letter issued by the regulator. Responding to two investment associations on January 18th, the public letter is written by Dahlia Blass, director of SEC's Division of Investment Management. While the division has seen growing interests from proponents of mutual funds and ETFs that hold value in cryptocurrencies, the letter states that there are significant investor protection issues that need to be examined before sponsors begin offering these funds to retail investors. According to Blass, the agency's concerns mainly focus on five areas – Valuation, liquidity, custody, custody, arbitrage, and potential manipulation. As the letter pointed out, for example, the SEC needs to evaluate how a cryptocurrency-related ETF can be fairly priced given the volatility of cryptocurrency prices and amid technological changes, such as blockchain forks. In addition, liquidity remains another top issue that needs to be examined. In particular, how such innovative products can be redeemed by retail investors on a daily basis. The letter states, Until the questions identified can be addressed satisfactorily, we do not believe that it is appropriate for fund sponsors to initiate registration of funds that intend to invest substantially in cryptocurrencies and related products. And we have asked sponsors that have registration statements filed for such products to withdraw them. Blast comments, come from following several recent filings with the SEC from firms seeking to list cryptocurrency-related ETFs. As reported by Coindesk, this month, some of these filings have been sub subsequently withdrawn, with the companies involved citing the regulated concerns of evaluation and liquidity. Last year, the SEC also rejected a request for a Bitcoin-tied product proposed by noted Bitcoin investors Cameron and Tyler Winklevoss. A great story. Let's get on to the next one. Bitcoin Cash trading pairs open at cryptocurrency exchange. This story is going to be loved by all the Bitcoin Cash holders out there, so let's jump in. Qcoin, cryptocurrency exchange, announced the launch of new Bitcoin Cash pairings, trading pairs. The trading started on January 17, 2018 at 22pm UTC plus 8, reports the company press release. 
The exchange management decided to open new trading pairs for Bitcoin Cash as a response to their community requests. Six pairs to start with. The Qcoin, a multi-cryptocurrency exchange based in Hong Kong, recently revealed its plans to add Bitcoin Cash market, enabling users to trade Bitcoin Cash pairs. All Qcoin traders will have access to six trading pairs, KCS to Bitcoin Cash, ACT to Bitcoin Cash, DAT to Bitcoin Cash, XAS to Bitcoin Cash, UTK to Bitcoin Cash, and DENT to Bitcoin Cash. Qcoin states that its first cryptocurrency exchange, it's the first cryptocurrency exchange to offer this. In the first week of 2018, Qcoin's traffic has tripled, currently at half a million users, as reported by Anything Crypto on January 11th. Previously, Bitstamp Bitcoin Exchange, based in Luxembourg, started trading Bitcoin to Bitcoin Cash to Bitcoin, Bitcoin Cash to Euro, and Bitcoin Cash to US Dollar. On Jan on December 5th, 2017, CoinX Exchange, based in the UK, announced similar plans in early December 2017. The Qcoin Exchange also revealed its plans to launch the following trading pairs: Bitcoin to RPX, Bitcoin to QLC, Bitcoin to DBC. Bitcoin Cash, sorry, Bitcoin Cash to BNTY, Bitcoin Cash to DRGN, Bitcoin Cash to LTC, and Bitcoin Cash to PRL. The exact date and of the start of this trading is yet to be specified. So along with the trading pairs launch, the Qcoin exchange announced a huge promotion for all traders with giveaways of more than $350,000 worth of tokens, plus five Bitcoins in its giveaway. Any trade has a chance to win a, the reward in relevant tokens. There are four kinds of competitions listed in the announcement text. The exchange created a special Telegram chat to support traders. So, Qcoin was launched on September 15, 2017, and it operates on a crypto-to-crypto -crypto basis, which means that no fiat currencies are supported. Its digital assets portfolio is pretty extensive, and besides, the platform uses Qcoin shares, KCS, in a similar way to Binance, says CaptaCoin website in its review. Qcoin does not offer a margin trading and not disclose whether there is a minimum investment required. The exchange offers 24-7 customer service and is known for posting coin pairs before they hit other major cryptocurrency exchanges. The founding team of Qcoin Exchange has carried out research on blockchain technology as, as early as 2011 and achieved the technological architecture of Qcoin Exchange platform in 2013 says the exchange's official website. Great story. It's good to see that uh, the Bitcoin Cash is spreading all over the exchange world. Let's jump to the next story. Morgan Stanley now clearing Bitcoin futures for clients, helping institutions gain exposure. I think the title says it all. Let's jump in. Morgan Stanley is now clearing Bitcoin futures for their clients, meaning that Goldman Sachs is no longer the sole Wall Street firm doing so. Morgan Stanley joins Goldman Sachs, TD Armatrade, E-Trade and others in clearing CME and CBOE Bitcoin futures. The reaction of the Bitcoin community has been divided over the creation of regulated Bitcoin futures, with some suggesting manipulation of the underlying Bitcoin market. However, it's not clear that more Wall Street firms that get involved in anything related to Bitcoin, the more, legis more the legitimacy it gives to digital currency. Institutional investors... Morgan Stanley, Chief Financial Officer Jonathan Pruzan, said the brokerage was mostly concerned of servicing its institutional clients. I wouldn't say it's been a lot of activity, but it's for core institutional clients who want to participate in a derivative transaction. Given 
indications that institutional investors may be starting to play a much greater role in the Bitcoin markets. This is significant. If such institutions become interested in acquiring Bitcoin, the price will certainly soar. Indeed, Coinbase is targeting just such clients with their Coinbase custody products. Coinbase CEO Brian Armstrong believes institutional investors may be ready to invest as much as $10 billion. Great story. Let's get on to the top Twitter tweet of the day. Top Twitter tweet of the day. The top Twitter tweet today, and you're not going to believe this, goes to the European Central Bank, and you can go follow them at ECB. And here is the tweet. Could Bitcoin offer a viable alternative to, to traditional currencies? Join in our third ECB youth dialogue and tell us what you think. And they had a questionnaire attached to this. So 3% don't know, 9% maybe, 13% no, 75% yes. Great tweet. Let's jump to the next one. So the next tweet is from Max Kaiser. Max Kaiser is killing the top sort of tweet this week. You can go follow him at Max Kaiser and here's the tweet. Regulators won't impose meaningful deterrence to stop serial financial terrorists like HSBC. A hundred years ago, vigilantes would hunt down these execs and execute them. Today, we buy Bitcoin instead. Great tweet, humorous as always. Let's get to the, onto the uh, current crypto global view. SVK's current global crypto view. All right, so we're going to be looking at the Daddy ICO, D-A-D-I. Um, I met the technical director by the name of James last night at uh, the Datastash meetup. So I thought I would kind of come back with a few more notes on this ICO. So to kick things off, um, Daddy is an ERC-20 token, which means it's based on the Ethereum blockchain. They're a decentralized platform for web services, democratizing compute computational power. The technology finds the closest source of computational power and distributes tasks accordingly. Computational power can derive from a smartphone all the way up to a supercomputer and can sell their computational power as a miner. Platform users benefit in a significant reduction in cost, better security, and better performance. Competitors are AWS, Microsoft, Azure, and Google Cloud. The Daddy has a supportive roadmap for the price of the token with alpha phase releases of the core verticals that make up the network being released in Q1 and Q2 of 2018 and the network launch to take place in Q3 2018. Users can access a platform that has a far greater geographical reach and that is far cheaper use than existing cloud services. Okay, so token price will be supported by growing demand for cloud servers. Daddy is targeting a price point that is 90% cheaper than traditional services with anyone with a laptop, game console, smartphone, etc. can earn money by donating computational power to the network. Okay, so on a fully diluted basis, um, it'll have a market cap of $50 million. Circulating market cap is $30 million. Um, it is actually a UK incorporated company with 18 team members and a monthly reoccurring revenue of $165,000 and has been profitable since incorporation. So it's been doing very well as its own independent company, and it's decided to have an ICO to, to fund this new project they're working on. Strong team, Joseph Dean, founder, or he founded Airlock Technology. Uh, techn technical director, James Lambie, who I met last night, previously worked at, at um, Barclays as their lead developer, and the lead developer of, of the BBC as well. So... That's a wrap. I got to bounce. Have a fantastic weekend. Remember to stay tuned. Remember to like us 
and subscribe to all of our podcasts and tweet us at svk underscore crypto. Email myself, cstory svkcrypto.com, c-s-t-o-r-r-y at svkcrypto.com. It's been emotional once again. That's a wrap. I'm out. You've been listening to an SVK Crypto Podcast original. Follow us on Twitter at SVK underscore crypto. Email us on cstory at svkcrypto.com. Leave us a message on our website, www.svkcrypto.com.